Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Body and Business, a podcast that explores topics, perspectives, and actionable insight for a strong-minded, healthy body, along with empowering conversations to help you handle your business. I'm your host, Maria Moore, and in this episode, I have a special guest, an expert, who will be giving us the details on how to properly care for the largest organ of our bodies. That is our skin. She also has an incredibly inspiring story about how she turned her passion for beauty into one of the top skincare lines for melanated skin. So let's get this conversation started. Now, if you did not think that a person can be greasy and ashy at the same time, I am proof that a person can because that is what my skin goes through. Greasy and ashy at the same time. Shining in some places and it's like dried out desert. You can scratch your your name with your fingernail on, on my arm or even sometimes on certain areas of my face. My skin is just really dry. So skincare has always been a really complex topic for me. Sometimes I nail it and I get it right and other times it is like what is going on in my face like why can my friends and people who interact with me see their reflection on my forehead so I am especially excited about today's guest not only because she is a skincare expert and she has a wealth of knowledge but also because she is my fam you sister yes a graduate of Florida A&M University and she has been so successful and she is just really passionate about this skincare thing so super excited to welcome Ariane Turner, CEO and founder of Look Good, Live Well. Uh, first of all, I'm so proud of you. How often do you hear that? I hear it very, very often. And most days I'm like, thank you. But also if you knew, like I take it with a grain of salt. Like this year, I think the focus has really been on just consistent, steady motion forward, not getting too high on the highs and not getting too low off of the lows. So I'm I'm always grateful when I hear somebody say that they're proud of me because it always comes at a time when I like need that extra pat on the back or just need to be reminded like, I am that girl. I am. Yeah. Let me get back in my bag. I sit it down uh, for a second, but let me get back into it. So I'm always yes. where other people can see me and sometimes the way I can't see myself. You know how the Instagram algorithm is. And I feel like I started seeing your posts more during the pandemic, I guess, because people were on social media a lot more. And I feel like you had a it just explosive growth over the past, I would say about 
three years or so. And it's funny because I was looking at one of your posts and you was like, foot on the gas, foot on the gas. I mean, every time I'm looking up, here go another hundred thousand, here go 30,000. I mean, I freaking love it. So for our listening audience that is new to you and your brand, tell us a little bit about your journey. And I I really want to know how you started, but also a little bit more specifically over the last three to five years. Absolutely. So I've been in the beauty industry for well over 20 years. It started when I was in college at FAM. Um, It's just a hobby. And then it became a way for me to fund my education was like my part-time hustle and my side job. And I absolutely loved it. I think part of it was the creativity that I had an opportunity to express working with people, but then also it was the relating. It was a conversation. It was this, um, just getting to know people in a different capacity um, was really what brought me joy. I studied psychology when I was in school, specifically yeah. industrial psychology. So how to make um, environments happy for people, how to make environments conducive for people to work and work at their absolute best always has been at the core of me. So always a servant and always a creator. And it's just manifested in multiple ways throughout my lifetime. And so um, graduating, moved back to Atlanta, stayed in the beauty realm, um, had my daughter in 2005 and was like, all right, I need to buckle down. Who looks like her sister. I just that's a little ad lib go on keep going girl don't mind me so you know it was like okay this I can't be a starving artist I gotta take care of somebody else now so I was like what can I do that's still within this realm of um makeup but something that's a little bit more consistent and so I began to do some research and discovered that Atlanta had a thriving film community primarily at the time it was Tyler Perry um stuff and some other like smaller projects but I was like, I knew that I wanted to work in that, that industry. And this was, I mean, I'm proud to date myself. I'm 41. This was like maybe 16 years ago. My daughter was new. So yeah, 16 ish years ago, maybe 15. And I was like, I want to work in this area. Social media wasn't what it is today. So Um, networking looked a lot different, but I was able to connect with some individuals from Tyler Perry studio. And I essentially just stayed on their heels on their telephone line and stalked them. I learned about the union um, and I got an opportunity to work on set and like somebody was sick one day and I got a call like, can you come right now? I literally like hit a U-turn and went I was prepared, had my bags in the car, waiting, waiting for the call. And um, that one day on set turned into 13 years on set. Wow. Like it, it never stopped. It was job after job after job after job, which was a huge blessing and so much fun. And I learned a lot. Got to work on some of the most amazing projects that have come to the city of Atlanta. But I also got to meet burnout probably around year six or seven of my journey. Um, yeah. I wanted to work for myself and be an entrepreneur because I wanted to have more control over my time. And I looked yeah. and I realized that my mother, um, my child's father, friends, other family members, um, classmates, parents, they were taking care of my kid. And I wasn't okay with that. I wanted more time with her. Um, I didn't have time for for friends, for family functions. I missed Thanksgiving like multiple years in a row because we always worked the day before. And so I just was like, this is not the life that I want for myself. And when I began to see the physical manifestations of stress on my body, I was like, okay, now wait a minute. I'm 20 pounds heavier. My hair is falling out. My skin looks crazy. Like my acne and eczema, which I've always managed my entire life um, is genetic for me. So that was flared up. And I began to research, um, 
just different ways to calm my body down. And so that's when I actually first got introduced to adaptogens and started playing around with different herbs and started to develop a product, not just not for anybody else, honestly, really and truly just for myself. And then um, I got curious tweaking the, the formulation when I was working on different actors because they were also stressed out for different reasons. But seeing how stress from a different route was manifesting in their body was really interesting to me. And so I began to play around with different formulations to help calm their skin down because I couldn't do my job as a makeup artist if their skin wasn't at its absolute best. So um, then it began developing something for other people. And then the pandemic happened and everybody was really sad about being inside. And I was elated because it was the most I had been home in quite some time. And I had um, all of these samples and packaging and things that I had been working on for myself, but had to sit down every time a new production calls. So I had an opportunity to connect with my passion and what it is that I wanted to do. But it's so interesting. I love to hear you talk about like the time when I was popping up so much on your algorithm, thinking of hearing it from your perspective and thinking about it from my perspective, it's night and day. I was severely depressed, Maria, like Mm. down in the dumps. And so I, like all of the days were just running into each other. I didn't have a reason to be up or to do anything. My kid is self-sufficient. You know, she can get herself going. She can cook for herself. She does all her things. And so I didn't, I didn't feel necessary. I didn't like, understand or I didn't feel a need to get up and go and so I was spending so much time in bed I didn't know what day it was so I was like okay I gotta get up I gotta start connecting with people online so I was like I'll do and I would always have these conversations with my audience my I hate to say the word follower, but the people that I connect with online um, via DM. And so I would, you know, chat with them about things that they were interested in. And so based on the questions that I would get asked most frequently, I was like, I'm gonna start a show and it'll be called Ask Aerie Live. And on every Thursday, I will get up and I will go live at one o'clock and I needed to do that to get myself out of bed and so it gave me something to do on Thursday but then it was like okay I need to start prepping for this on Tuesday so Monday I got to ask my audience the question Tuesday I got to prep and go through their answers Wednesday I got to rehearse Thursday I got to show up Friday I get to take the day off and do that. <laughs> so I had to I had to do it for myself yeah. so that I could just find my purpose and find my joy. And what I ended up finding was so much more. I understood what people's greatest skincare concerns were and where I was thinking, okay, I was going to launch this product first and then roll out this. It helped me shift because unknowingly I was doing market research and I was being, I was able to talk to people that would turn out to be my target audience. And I found out specifically what it is that they wanted and needed. And I was like, okay, bet I got a product right here for you. So I don't have to tell you to go shop at Sephora. I can tell you to shop with me. And so that helped me frame um, and prepare for my launch. And, and, in July of 2020, I launched um, Look Good, Live Well. It's so mind-blowing when you give that date, considering it's only two years later. And I'm going to let you finish. I mean, just explosive growth. So inspiring. So motivating. So amazing. Go ahead, finish, girl. Thank you. No, it was, it was now or never. You know, it was... I didn't know when we would be on set again. And to be quite honest with you, I didn't want to go back. And so I had always, I've been praying for an exit. I've been praying for an opportunity for the money that I made working on film and television just to be secondary. I didn't want that to be my primary um, source of income because I didn't want to continue trading my time for dollars because I knew that 
it wasn't one of those situations where I could make more money by doing anything different. I just had to give more time. And I was already giving so much. Um, my daughter was in, you know, she's in high school and I just, I wanted to be present. And I'm like, God, please honor what I'm trying to build and honor, like honor my heart, bless yeah. me. Because my heart is, I'm, I mean, yes, I want things and I want to, you know, I have a list of things that I would love to achieve, but most of all, I just wanted to be present and be there with my kid while she finished high school. And I did not want to go back to set. So I'm like, this has to pop. It has to work. And so I put my all into it. And, um, and it did. And it, it, it really did. I was oh, yeah, to, it absolutely <laughs> did. <laughs> I was able to um, secure over 125000 in non-dilutive funding. So for anyone that doesn't know, that means that I still own 100% of my company. I was able to um, get that funding through grants um, and different accelerator programs, which, and I'm not just saying it's just because it sounds cute. Um the mentorship, like the money was, was incredible and, and great at like pushing my business forward. But the relationships that I've been able to build and the mentors that I've been able to gain and advisors through um, this different programming and uh, these different accelerators has really been the game changer for me. So yeah, it's kind of how I got here. <laughs> that is such an inspiring story. And you know, one thing that stands out to me the most, Ariane, is that you talked about awareness. You know, I think being aware of what you want, you know, being aware that there's an issue happening with your body and with your spirit, and also being aware of what's important to you. And you talked about your relationship with your daughter. And I think that people wouldn't understand why would you want to leave working with celebrities and all of this, you know, fancy glamour and glitz, you know, why would you want to leave that and go do something on your own, which is going to require so much more work and so much more effort. Um, and I commend you. And I think it's a real blessing to have that awareness this early in the game because you're just starting out because we see so many examples of people later in life talking about regrets, talking about what they should have done. And sis, I commend you, you know, I'm a mom myself. So I've had those same feelings because I know in the very beginning, you're going through the thick of it. And at the very beginning, I think that's when a lot of people retreat, you know, um, what was the thing that helped you to just stick through it and, and not give up? Oh, goodness gracious. It's so tempting to park. I think the remembering why, remembering why I started and remembering not just my why, because, you know, I'm motivated by a lot of things. And of course, family taking, being able to take care of my daughter, provide a specific lifestyle for her, not just her, but my my little cousin. I want to be able to hire her one day. I want to retire my mother. Um, I want to see these different markers. Of course, those move and push me forward. But one of the greatest lessons that I learned this year was the importance of just staying true to yourself and your vision. And so before starting, before getting going, making that very, very clear, like literally make the vision plain. I sat down with one of my really good friends, Patrice, who was a fantastic attorney. And when I was thinking about trademarks, it she really challenged me to push past what I needed in the moment and to think about what I wanted for the brand as a whole, like five years, 10 years, do I want this to be a legacy brand? Do I want to sell um, this company? And so thinking about all of those things helped frame my North Star. So when I had a disappointing call with a manufacturer or when a deal fell through or when I feel like I lost something, I was able to kind of pick myself up and re-motivate myself, um, gain my motivation again, based on what it is that I know I want. Like I gotta, I gotta keep putting one foot in front of the other. And then also I think I 
I built up that resilience from having to start over again. You work out, so you get this. I don't work out as much as I need to, but whenever you take a break, it's harder to it's harder to re-motivate yourself to yeah. get going. If you could just do a little bit, you know, every day is not going to be a full body workout, but if you could just show up for yourself in one mm-hmm. small way, it's so it's the same thing with business. Like every day, I'm not going to clear the inbox. It's not going to get to zero. I'm not going to win every single grant that I apply to or get into every single accelerator that I want. But if I can just send that one email, if I can just follow up and network in that one capacity, or if I could just move the business forward in one small way, it, um, it really does pay off and make a huge difference. So just figure out something that you can do every single day and it'll change it'll vary but just do something to help move that needle forward um you'll wake up and you'll be exactly where you need to be girl I feel like you are inside of my soul and my brain because that's that girl those are words that I absolutely live by I can't do everything but I can do something I love the duality of look good and live well and when I think about skin and makeup you know makeup kind of is like covering up and there's layers Um, And it makes you beautiful. But then when you peel back the layers, you still want to see that same beauty. Um, Can you talk about that duality in your practice? Um, Because there's nothing wrong with makeup. I love wearing makeup. You know, I love a little contour, a little lip, lip, you know, some some lashes, but also loving what's underneath and through that love, taking care of your skin. Yeah. What I love to say is that um, I encourage anybody connected to me. So customer, friend, follower, whoever, anybody I engage with to use their body's inflammation is information. So mm. it's, it's easy to wake up and, and get frustrated by what you see bloated. This morning I woke up, my eyes were so swollen and small. Um, breakouts all over my chin. I'm like, great, I got to go on camera today. And I'm <laughs> looking like this. But instead of reaching for a corrective product or instead of beating myself up, I was able to just kind of slow down because this is my practice. It called me to slow down and say, okay, what's going on with my body? Am I just waking up swollen just for no reason? No, I had pizza and wine last night. So, okay, I know why this is happening. I've got these breakouts on my jawline. Do I need to use an aggressive exfoliant this morning? No, I know what my body is doing hormonally. And so I know that these things, although they're annoying and I don't want to show up this way, I know why they're here. So it helps me understand how to treat them. Someone with no self-awareness of their body could wake up and see these things and like oh my god and like I said start reaching for aggressive products and ingredients to treat when actually you're you're hurting yourself so really um skincare for me has always been a vehicle for self-care it's been an opportunity for me to slow down connect with my body pay attention to what it needs not just topically if I'm feeling dry then okay I know that I need humectants and moisturizing ingredients to lock everything in but I also need to make sure that I'm nourishing my body in terms so um, I love that you got that with the name and that's something that I'm de- like definitely working on moving forward in this year is having those conversations about wellness and how looking good really is dependent on living well and I think that sometimes self-care and wellness can be a little bit of an abstract idea for people so I'm really big on and excited about helping individuals just connect those dots between health, wellness, and beauty and figuring out ways to interject moments of wellness and moments of self-care into their day-to-day life. Because it really is so important. Everything is dependent on one another. Everything that we consume, like 
audibly, visually, of course, um, internally, all of those things manifest into how we look. So girl, you are such a grand, awesome, incredible representation of melanated skin. You know, some people think, oh, it's just science. It's just the chemicals. You're putting it together. Um, What is the difference? What is the look good, live well difference? It's huge. Our body responds to um, to to stress and to to triggers in a totally different way. The the makeup of our skin, melanated individuals, and to be clear, like we all have melanin, right? Unless you are albino, everybody has a degree of melanin, and so there's something in the scientific world called the Fitzpatrick scale, and that tells you where you sit. So when you are in the sun, do you burn before you tan, or do you tan before you burn? Are some of the underlying questions that your dermatologist or esthetician may ask you and that will help them figure out your course of treatment what laser they use on you what type of medication they use because it lets them know how your skin is going to respond to um, again said treatment and so just kind of carrying those same that same knowledge and that same practice into the formulation of products and so um, by nature, historically and scientifically, the more uh, melanin rich your skin is, oftentimes you lose moisture at a faster rate. For whatever reason, um, black and brown people make up the largest population of acne and eczema, just mm. a, sensitive, a sensitive skin type. And so with that, we I want products that are going to help calm and nourish the skin, but I also want products that are going to be effective. So formulation was really strategic, making sure that we use a very nourishing blend of herbs and adaptogens to help calm the skin, while also using clinically based um, ingredients that are going to help you see the change that you want and need. So just making sure that you have that that nice sandwich. So you've got your ingredients that are going to help cushion your skin, hydrate it, help it heal, but then also those powerful full ingredients that are going to help you see the change that you need. Inside of this podcast, I really like to highlight actionable insight. So if you had to give a one, two, three in terms of skincare, what can people do right now? And I definitely want you to give out information about your skincare line and your products and how people can purchase them. But one, two, three, I've heard a lot about vitamin D and drinking water and moisturizing your skin. Some folks, they wake up and I'm like, girl, you got makeup on and they don't. And then other people, they have a whole seven step regimen. So what would you say are three general practices that we can uh, should consider in terms of skincare? Okay, so um, these three practices all require a little bit of homework, but they're well worth it. And okay. I can help you with it. So okay. across all social platforms, I'm super easy to find. It's my name, Arianne Turner, A-R-I-A-N-E dot T-U-R-N-E-R. I'm probably the most active on Instagram, kind of live in my DMs. So if you send me a message there, I'm sure to answer. Um, the website is lookgoodlivewell.com. Um, and you can buy products there. But the three things that I want you to learn how to do is one, um, face mapping. It is so important. Like I said earlier, I kind of know what's going on internally based on what's happening on my face externally. So because of where a certain breakout is happening, I can say, okay, I need to do a liver detox this week. Or uh, I am having maybe it's time to wash my makeup brushes or I am stressed out. So I'm able to kind of tap in with myself internally based on what's going on externally. And I do that through face mapping. Um, Also, I think just being in tune with your body, slowing down your skincare regimen. I talk to so many people who like cleanse their skin in the shower. Don't do that. I understand like the the want the need to be more efficient and move quickly, but don't (laughs) do that because you're number one, you're the product doesn't have enough time to 
to be effective. It doesn't have enough contact time with your skin and two, slowing down and really just letting that product connect with your skin and you connecting with the product in your skin for at least 60 seconds will help you identify what's going on with your skin. You will feel if it's more dry than normal or if you are experiencing more texture than normal. And again, those cues can help you figure out how to adjust your diet, your lifestyle, and of course your products. So um, that way you're not just working on autopilot. You're actually giving your body what it what it's telling you that it needs so um connect with your body through face mapping just slowing down your regimen um not cleansing in the showers number two and then number three is get a good exfoliator every single person no matter what your skin type or condition is because those are two different things every single person needs to exfoliate their skin so the the expensive products won't work the great products won't work if they're sitting on top of a layer of dead skin so doing that in a very gentle and effective manner manner at least once a week is super important to reach whatever skincare goal you have so those are my three i got a lot more but those are three. Oh well they need to follow you on instagram do they you still do. do your uh your ask ari um are, have, are you gonna get back into it i am i am yeah. I, that's definitely like part of what i'm thinking about with um with the podcast moving forward but it's just something that i miss in general i miss connecting with individuals yeah. and customers and building regimens that are specific for them so yes that's absolutely something that i am going to be um incorporating again yeah, you're so passionate. It's like when I ask you to talk about skin, you this is what you live. It's like turning on a faucet. It, it, just, it just flows out. It's just so natural. Um, again, sister, I am so proud of you. And I thank, thank you for you. taking out the time. You're my first skincare expert on the Mind, Body, and Business podcast. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> All right. So um, great information here. I'm definitely going to look up face mapping. Did you see me over here, right? Taking my notes. I love it. Yeah, I, love I love it. it. I love it. Continue blessings to you, sister. And thank you again so much for uh, joining me on this episode. Thank you for having me. Super dope sister doing great things. Make sure y'all follow Ariane Turner on all social media and check out her website. Look good, live well. All right. So this leads me to our special moment in the podcast. Tell me more. This is your opportunity to DM me your questions. And hey, make sure you're following us, uh, me, us, <laughs> the team, Mind, Body, and Business on all social media. More specifically, Instagram. That's where I check the direct messages, me. Yes, I personally check them. So you can find uh, Mind, Body, and Business at Pod. Today's question comes from Camille, representing South Florida, of course, I have special ties to South Florida because I graduated from American high school back in the 90s. Yeah, so shout outs to Camille. Thank you so much for your question. And Camille's question is specifically about getting more rest. She said, hey, Maria, one of my biggest struggles is low energy. And I know it has a lot to do with the fact that I'm just not getting enough sleep at night. Sometimes I only sleep three hours and I am so exhausted. What do you recommend I do to get better sleep at night? Well, first of all, Camille, thank you so much for your question. And just to give you a little bit of encouragement, I have been there, not as little as three hours of sleep, but I have been in the four and five hour range. And when you think about it, that's 20 waking hours um, if you're only getting four hours of sleep. So yes, it's gonna be very difficult to exercise on that low kind of energy. It's going to be really hard not to overeat because you have more waking hours and it's going to be very difficult for you to have a positive attitude because not getting sleep often translates to moodiness and so there are so many benefits to getting a full night's rest 
So one thing that I want to recommend to you is to create an evening routine. This means winding down an hour before bedtime. That means, you know, cutting off your electronic devices, making sure that you're not eating too close to bedtime, because if you have a full stomach, there's going to be some digestive issues that may prevent you from getting a good night's rest. Also, if you're watching TV or if you're on social media or if you're doing something that requires your mind to move, it's going to be even harder to shut it down. So my therapist told me it takes about an hour for your mind to shut down before you get to that calm state where you're prepared to go to bed and have a good night's rest. And so I kind of liken it to, you know, when you um, turn your computer off or you're shutting something down, you just kind of see that winding thing. It's like shutting down all the programs in the background. It takes time for things to shut down. It's not as easy as just, okay, I'm going to get off my phone or I'm going to finish watching this movie and then go straight to bed. I'm going to be sleepy. And so that is going to require you to shut it down a little bit earlier in the evening that you've been doing. So think about what are those things that are keeping you up at night? What things are taking too long for you to do during the day that are preventing you from breaking it down at night and getting in bed? Do you need to remove some things from your schedule? Do you need to reach out and get some help so that you can commit more time to going to bed? Is your mind racing? Do you need to do a brain dump? You know, if you're thinking about a lot of things, sometimes it's good to have a journal and write things down and get it out of your brain so that you can address it the next day. But definitely winding down and having an evening routine, I think, is going to be key for you getting to sleep at night, making sure you're shutting everything down at least an hour before you go to bed and then gradually trying to work yourself up to seven consecutive hours of sleep per night. So that may mean adding an hour the first week, then 30 more minutes, then two hours and just getting your body used to that new clock. So stick with it. It may take some time in adjusting because it's something brand new that you're introducing your body to. But I think that if you commit to it day by day, week by week, you will definitely get there. Thanks again for your question, Camille. With that said, this episode of Mind, Body and Business is a wrap. Thank you again for joining me. And once again, shout out to my special guest on this episode, Miss Ariane Turner of Look Good, Live Well. Until next time, take care of yourself and I look forward to the next empowering conversation. Mind, Body, and Business is an Urban One Incorporated Reach Media production hosted by Maria Moore. Follow me at Maria Moore on all socials and at MBB Pod. Executive produced by Maria Moore. Senior Director of Podcast Operations, Sierra Reed. Supervisory Podcast Producer, Colby Kolb-Tyner. Director of Sales and Corporate Partnerships, Michelle Marino. Integrated Marketing and Partnerships, Lori Flowers, Laura Lopez, and Brittany Jackson. Digital Marketing, Walter Gaynor, J.R. Davis, and Tim Hall. Music produced by Jamal J. Smith. Thank you for listening to the Mind, Body, and Business Podcast.